Hey everyone, you're tuning to Walk in Truth Radio with Pastor Jay. I just wanted to extend a thank you to him for all that he has done. Him and his beautiful congregation have helped me so much and sent words of encouragement, um, things to stand on in the word. And so for any of you listening to this particular podcast, please do help support. Um, they are trying to get a building. So this pastor and his congregation do amazing work in the community. They share solid teaching. And Pastor Jay is always sharing good biblical sound doctrine. So please, if you have and you are able to support financially, please help them so that they can help themselves get a new building and they can do even more work in the community for the kingdom. God bless. God bless you and welcome to Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast. We appreciate and welcome all of you, our listeners around the world. Stay tuned to hear an exciting word from the Lord.
Because it was necessary. Mm. How many people understand it is necessary that whatever you go through, your mistakes, your victories, whatever you go through, God works it for his good and makes you great. You don't deserve it, but it's necessary. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God, thank you right now. God, thank you, Father, for being who you are. God, thank you for being necessary in our life, God. Yes. We can't breathe. We cannot move. We cannot think without you, God. So we just thank you, God. We thank you for life, God. We thank you for health, God. We thank you for strength, God. We thank you for our mistakes. Because through our mistakes, we learn who you really are, God. Thank you for our tests and our testimonies, God. Because without our tests, we would not see the glory of you, God. So, God, we just thank you for whatever stage we are in, God. In the midst of the storm, going out of the storm, coming in the storm, going around the storm. Whatever part of the, the storm we're getting through, God, we just thank you because it's thank necessary, you. God. Yeah. We just thank you, God. We thank you for every stage of our life, God. We thank you for every new year we see, God. We thank you for every new day we see, God. We thank you for every opportunity to proclaim your name, God. And God, even when we make a mistake, we just know that you cover us. Thank you for your grace and mercy, God. Thank you for your son who died so therefore we can have his grace and mercy because it was necessary. So we just thank you right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Joshua 9. And we're going to read Joshua 9 in its entirety. Because it, it is necessary that we understand what happened. All right, Miss Nancy, let's go. All right. Joshua chapter 9. As soon as all the kings who were beyond the Jordan in the hill country and in the lowland all along the coast of the great sea toward Lebanon, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites heard of this. They gathered together as one to fight against Joshua and Israel. So let me tell you what happened. In chapter 8, those who listen to the Bible study and those who are in the Bible study, what happened was uh, Joshua and Israel defeated Ai with God's help. In the previous chapter, <laughs> they got ran away because they did not listen to, they didn't consult God on what they were supposed to do. And so men died because Joshua forgot it was necessary to talk to Jesus, Come on. to talk to God. And because of that, um, people died because they needed to cleanse themselves because of Achan's disobedience and Achan's theftery. And so therefore, um, they had God had to use their mistake in chapter eight uh, of going to Ai before God told them to, 
and through their mistake, God used their mistake as a military tactic. And so they acted as if they were scared and ran away in chapter eight. And what happened was because they ran away, God told Joshua to have some people in the back of the city. And when everybody ran out of the city, and when I say everybody ran out of the city, everybody ran out of the city, women, children, and everybody ran out of the city. And they were able to attack AI, burn the place up, and capture them because everybody was gone. So God used a mistake in eight, no, I'm sorry, in seven, to give them victory in eight. So now we see in chapter nine that all the people that God said, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Pizrites, the Hivites, the Jebedites, all of them not understand that God had already put out a hit on them. And they knew that they was coming up next. And now they're getting together to figure out what they could do to stop Israel and Joshua. So that's the scene that is set. So when she says they gathered together to fight against Joshua because they had just heard that they had defeated Jericho, now they had defeated Ai, and now they're coming for some more. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. Verse 3. But when the inhabitants of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and to Ai, they on their part acted with cunning and went and made ready provision and took, and took worn out sacks for their donkeys and wineskins worn out and torn and mended with worn out patched sandals on their feet and worn out clothes. And all their provisions were dry and crumbly. And they went to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal and said to him, and to the men of Israel, We have come from a distant country, so now make a covenant with us. But the men of Israel said to the Hivites, Perhaps you live among us. Then how can we make a covenant with you? They said to Joshua, We are your servants. And Joshua said to them, Who are you? And where do you come from? They said to him, from a very distant country, your servants have come because of the name of the Lord your God. For we have heard a report of him and all that he did in Egypt and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan, to Sihon, the king of Heshbon, and to Og, the king of Bashan, who lived in Ashtaroth. So our elders and all the inhabitants of our country said to us, take provisions in your hand for the journey and go to meet them and say to them, we are your servants. Come now, make a covenant with us. Here is our bread. It was still warm when we took it from our houses as our food for the journey on the day we set out to come to you. But now, behold, it is dry and crumbling. These wineskins were new when we filled them. And behold, they have burst. And these garments and sandals of ours are worn out from the very long journey. So the men took some of their provision, but then I asked counsel from the Lord. Can you repeat that? So the men took some of their provision, but did not ask counsel from the Lord. Okay. And Joshua made peace with them and made a covenant with them to let them live and the leaders of the congregation swore to them. At the end of three days after they had made a covenant with them, they heard that they were their neighbors and that they lived among them. And the people of Israel set out and reached their cities on the third day. Now their cities were Gibeon, Chephira, Berah, and Kirith-Jerah. But the people of Israel did not attack them because the leaders of the congregation had sworn to them by the Lord, the God of Israel. Then all the congregation murmured against the leaders. But all the leaders said to the congregation, 
We have sworn to them by the Lord, the God of Israel, and that we may not touch them. This we will do to them. Let them live, lest wrath be upon us, because of the oath that we swore to them. And the leader said to them, Let them live, so they become cutters of wood and drawers of water for all the congregation, just as the leaders had said of them. Joshua summoned them, and he said to them, Why did you deceive us, saying, We are very far from you, when you dwell among us? Now therefore you are cursed, and some of you shall never be anything but servants, cutters of wood, and drawers of water for the house of my God. Then answered Joshua, Because it was told to your servants for a certainty that the Lord your God had commanded his servant Moses to give you all the land and to destroy all the inhabitants of the land from before you, so we feared greatly for our lives because of you and did this thing. And now, behold, we are in your hand. Whatever seems good and right in your sight to do to us, do it. So he did this to them and delivered them out of the hand of the people of Israel, and they did not kill them. But Joshua made them that day cutters of wood and drawers of water for the congregation and for the altar of the Lord to this day in the place that he should choose. Huh. So there's a couple of points I want to get from this story. You can't fool God, but you can fool a man every time when they don't seek counsel. Let's go to Proverbs 12, 19 through 20. Now y'all remember I had just said in chapter 7, Joshua didn't consult God about attacking AI, and he had forgot that quick. Twelve. Nineteen and twenty. Proverbs twelve, chapter. I mean, Proverbs twelve, verse nineteen. Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. Deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil, but those who plan peace have joy. Amen. Amen. My question is, why put yourself in bondage when you could have just asked God for freedom? Mm. You know, mercy is free. They could have just asked like Rahab to spare them in exchange for servitude. But they, um, they could have been free, but now they are slaves. They whole generation are slaves now because they could have just taught, asked for mercy, asked for grace, asked to ask, see if God would allow them to live and not die. So now they're slaves. They're not free. Then they exchange their freedom for slavery because of their fear. Israelites, not unlike us at times, lack spiritual wisdom because either we forget or are so arrogant that we don't consult the one who guides us. If Joshua had only asked God, who are these people? What should I do? And God would have revealed to him that these are your neighbors and they are liars. Eve could have consulted God and said, who is this snake? And God would have told her, this is, this is the devil. Walk away. But we forget who God is, and so we go on our own wisdom, and we understand that our wisdom is not worth anything. Let's go to James 1 through 5. James 1 and 5, sorry. James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. 
So if Joshua had consulted God, God would have gave him generously and said, hey, they they some schemers. They deceiving you. And you he wouldn't have had to make a vow because, you know, once you make a vow under God's name, now you got to keep that vow. Yep. And God had already told him in previous chapters in Joshua that these people are supposed to die. And that they supposed to get this land. So now they got to take care of these people and defend these people and treat them like, like they own because they did not consult God. Even if we make foolish decisions without seeking God, he wants to honor our commitments. Now this is from the Holman commentary on Joshua. So I can't say I made that one up, but I thought that was good. Because even through our mistakes, if that's why God is necessary, that God makes it great. So since they swore an oath, now the Gideonites are covered by God's protection. Israelites must now treat them like their own and protect them and provide for them. Now the commentary talks about some topics that hit home. So if you get married and you didn't consult God, you can't get divorced because you didn't consult God. You must honor your commitment. Mm -hmm. You should have asked God before you married that person. So now you stuck because you, you swore before God that you would honor and obey that person, right? Mm -hmm. And you fornicate and get pregnant. You can't say, now I'm going to abort the child because you didn't obey. The child is the commitment and God will cover that child because it's part of his creation. Come on. You can't get a job. You, you can't get that job that looked good. <laughs> and then later on say, God, you forsaking me. No, you made that decision. So you have to honor your commitments. You have to deal with the consequences of your foolishness. The Gilanites now have to be slaves because of their deceit. But the Israelites have to take the embarrassments of the Gilanites' deceit and think about what the consequences God will have for them later. Because, you know, the Gilanites were Hivites and they were supposed to die. So not only, once again, Joshua has gotten embarrassed because the first time the people ran from the AI people, they ran like they were scared in chapter 7. And now he ain't got fooled by his neighbors. But if he had not been fooled, if he had only consulted God. Now chapter 9 is full of nuggets, but the main nugget is why don't we consult God on the decisions? Why don't we think we, why do we think we know everything and we know nothing? Think about it. We are no different than the Israelites. We find a job, we just know this is a great deal, and then we get disheartened because the job is not what it seems because we did not consult God. We didn't even ask him. On Friday, I got a job opportunity of a lifetime. And when I say it was a lifetime, steady money, grossing some figures, amen. 401k, maternity leave, all of that. And so I got tempted a little bit to take the job, but I knew in my heart it wasn't for me. And so I just thought about it and I said, I could give up my freedom of working when I want, doing what I love, just for the love of money. Mm. The illusion of security without the assurance of God. Mm. So I knew that this was not a good decision for me. I did talk to my husband about it and I was like, but I will stop doing what I love to do. So seeking God always works. Yes, I would have wanted that figure. Yes, I would have wanted sick days. Yes, I would have wanted my time to be leaving and got paid for it and not worried about it. Mm -hmm. But would I be doing what God called me to do? Mm. And the answer is no. Wow. 
Seeking God always works. However, when my life goes left, it's because I didn't seek God. Mm-hmm. Yep. If I hadn't seek God and listened to the Holy Spirit, yeah. I'd have took this job knowing that that's not something that I'm capable of doing and, and was called to do. See, we are not alone. David didn't seek God when he slept with a married woman and made her pregnant. And this is the second time so far Joshua <laughs> didn't seek God. And then, and then we only in chapter 9. Right. <laughs> I don't know what to tell Joshua. Judas didn't seek God. And because of that, he died of shame all for the love of money. And there, these are just a few. Because all in the Bible, people do things that do not seek God and then have to deal with the consequences. Yes. Mm. God uses our mistakes to make us great, but do why do we have to make mistakes? You know, we can just ask him. Because we know, because we think we know better. Yeah. We've done this and we did this. It's the same situation. It's what happened the last time. But it's a test to see if you're going to consult him first. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And then I think about it. In the beginning of Joshua chapter 1, they told God told Joshua to seek his word daily. Meditate on his word daily. And we already in chapter 9. And we see twice here. So God to seek God. On decisions. Now these decisions implicate. The whole nation of Israel. In chapter 7. Because he didn't seek God. Men died for no reason. And they lost face. With the, with the people they're fighting. In addition to that. He had to deal cleanse his own house. He had to get his house in order. Because Achan had stole. Had he consulted God, he understood he wasn't covered. Just like David in the ark. He knew better. He didn't seek God. He wasn't covered. When you lose God covering, you're in trouble. Now in chapter 9, Joshua still didn't consult God. And now he got to take care of some more people that he wasn't planning on taking care of. But God uses mistakes. So now he has servants who will do the menial task that the other people would have had to do. Now, mind you, these are the same people. Um, if you have seen the Gideon Bible, these are the same descendants from the Gideon Bible. So these people were able to be covered for forever, almost for years, for the because of their deceit. They stayed in servitude. Why would we stay in servitude when we could be free? Because we need to consult God. Why are we not consulting Him on things that we need to do? Because we just think we we know everything. You asked me. What can you get from this? How do you reach salvation? And, and it all starts with point number one. Says so you can stay. Well, not point number one. Point number two. You can stay in bondage because you don't ask for freedom. If you confess your sins, repent, and acknowledge who Jesus is, you are already free. He will never use your. He will use your mistakes of the past and make you who he wants you to be. Because it's necessary for your deliverance. So when you consult God and ask for his counsel, it's free. When you ask for him, it is free. Yeah. You don't have to buy it. Yeah. But it's the, it's the freest thing we can have, but we don't consult it. Yeah. It's like having an attorney on retainer and not paying no money. Because if you call me, you won't have to pay me. My, and my, my advice ain't free. But God's advice is free. And it's on the simple things. 
We have discernment. The Holy Spirit through God tells us what to go left, go right. And most of the time we, we go to the left because he told, he told us to go right because we yeah. think it's a shortcut. Yeah. But in reality, God is telling us what to do. It's on the simple decisions. It's not on major decisions all the time. You need to consult him daily. That's what he told Joshua to do. Meditate on my word daily. Now, meditate on the word for Joshua means that, that he had to remember everything he learned when he was under Moses' tutelage. Mm -hmm. And we also learned in chapter 8 that they carved in, and um, I'm not going to have Nancy read all the curses and the, and the blessings that they had to read, but he had to carve that in stone and remember what God said. Because that's what he had to do. He had to meditate that on day and night. And so how you just had a battle two days ago, and I'm being, um, I'm exaggerating because I don't know how many days it was between the battle of AI and this deceit with Gideon, but it wasn't that long. How do you forget that you had to consult God on this and not consult God on that? Because now you ain't got arrogant. You ain't got puffed up. Think about it. They then defeated Jericho, yeah. and they defeated AI and the city behind AI. Um, I believe it's Bethel, and I might be wrong, but the city behind it, those people went to AI to help out, um, <laughs> to help out them, and they ain't got defeated. And when I say all the people, it said all the people, the women, the children, all left the city, and all got destroyed. And it was funny to me because who all leaves? They all left and got destroyed because that's what God wanted to happen. So now Joshua's like, oh, I'm good. We had just defeated two, two weeks. We on the road. And every time he get on the road, he forget to consult God. <clears throat> we have to understand that it's our responsibility to consult him on every decision that we do. Amen. So now we, we confess our sins. Our sins are our mistakes. But we repent and acknowledge because mercy is free. Amen. Grace is free. Yes. Why do we forget about the free things? Because we want to pay for the, the mistakes and the sins. The wages of sin is death. That's a big payment. When we could have just did what we were supposed to do. But even through our mistakes, what she say, I am who I am today. Because God used my mistakes because it was necessary. So God used Joshua's mistake, and now they got free labor. And that might not sound big to you, but they are now doing the work, the heavy load work, and now the people of Israel can focus on the military strategy because they still got to go fight these other places. So think about it. If you consult God, just stop and say, God, what should I do? It could have been easy. I'm telling you, it could have been easy for me to take that job and not even consult God, not consult Jeremy and say, hey, I'm going to do this because this is some money. But all, all money ain't good money. Amen. Amen. <laughs> all money ain't good money. Why would I ain't work for nobody for 11 years? Why would I start working for somebody today? Because I'm going to lose my freedom. My freedom to do what I want to do. My freedom to study when I need to study. With, I'm talking about God's word. My freedom to do the things that I do, I lose that freedom because now I'm going to be working for somebody. Now, I'm not saying working for somebody is a bad thing, but you got to know what God called you to do. Amen. Now, I, I might not be rich, but I'm happy. And you know, if you could do a job and do it for free and be happy, you know that's what God called you that's to do. That's right. So, but you got to consult him on that. 
Now, do I consult him on everything? No. Do I consult him on when I want to open my mouth and say something? No. <laughs> I just say it, and then I have to deal with the consequences, the mistakes, and ask for ask for forgiveness later. <laughs> but that's just the truth, because you 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 feed off emotion, and not what God called you to do. You get out of your character. You forget <coughs> who God is, because you remember. You can't, God can't drill in a, in a um, deceitful heart at the same time. So what I want, if you don't get anything else, I, which I want y'all to learn from Joshua is, is you need to seek God's counsel at all times. Not just when you feel like it, but at all times. Because he ain't going to fail you. He ain't going to let you go. He not going to do what people do. He ain't going to fool you. Because don't be a fool. What they say, it takes a fool to learn. It do. It takes a fool to learn. Because God love loves you. But people's love don't love nobody. I'm just being real about it. We have to understand that God is God is who he is and we forget. We just make decisions, reckless decisions for no reason. And the killer part is God gives you little clues along the way to say, you might not want to do this. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you get you finna get married and your dress your dress ripped. That happened to my mom. She had to get her dress sewn up. And she that was God say, stop. Don't pass go. Don't collect two hundred dollars. She ain't listen. Like God give you clues, like, mm, I don't know about this person. You know, you find out stuff, you finding out, but you like, oh, it's gonna be no, cause you ain't consult God. Now you gotta deal with the consequences. That's just the truth. It's the truth. And people don't like the truth. The truth is God don't let you just go on your own. Because if, when you read in chapter 9, it, he asked. Aren't, they knew they was Hivites. That's what they said. It. Go back in there, Nancy, and, and do it. And tell me when it's what verse that was. They knew they was Hivites. Um, verse 7. But the men of Israel said to the Hivites, Perhaps you live among us. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't even investigate. But hold on, let's find out if you for real. They knew. And still they consult God. And he gonna make a then you gonna make a commitment. Now you have swore before God. Now you gotta take care of these people. But you already knew. So how you get mad later for the decision that you made? How you get mad at God for your mistake? God, why you do this to me? He ain't do nothing. He didn't do it. You did it. How you gonna blame God for this? Perhaps. That means that you in somewhere in your brain, God gave you some discernment that maybe you need to go and investigate these people, but no. It just went on one more step to find out. You could have sent some scouts out. They ain't do nothing. Because they were so foolish and arrogant. It just kills me. I, I laugh at Joshua because Joshua to me is funny. The book of Joshua is funny because it's stuff that we do all the time. It's just simple things. And the, the 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 good thing about Joshua is it's more than just Jericho. Life lessons in Joshua that we never would have been able to see if we not we wouldn't be digging in the word. So I ask God that in the future we're gonna make mistakes because we're human. And we're our heart is is evil and deceitful. That we consult God more on our decisions. 
even on the simple ones, even on the ones that we think we shouldn't have to ask them about. It would keep us from having to deal with the consequences of our mistakes. And we ask God that if it's any sin that we have committed, that we repent right now and acknowledge that our sin will not bind us because we are free, because Jesus died for our sins. So yes, we are who we are today. Because God used our mistakes, used our sin, covered us with his blood, and made us necessary to do his work. Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, we come right now. We just thank you, God, for the word. We thank you for the simple things, God. Yes. Word of God don't always have to be so deep and complex. It's the simple messages that get to your heart, God. Yes. So, God, we just thank you for God, for who you are. Thank we thank you for who you're blessing us to be, God. We thank you for every every coming out and every going in, God. We just thank you, God. Thank you. We love you because you loved us first, God. You knew us in our wombs, God, in our mother's womb, God, before we even got here, God. And we just thank you, God, because without you, we are nothing, God. So let us be able to consult you more, God, even on the simple things, God. Let us not be guided by fear and arrogance. And so we just thank you right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. It's the simple things. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk Truth Radio Podcast and Senior Pastor of Walk and True Christian Fellowship Church. I always get a question. How do I find you other than Facebook? Well, all you have to do from your smartphone or computer is Google Walk in Truth Radio, Dr. James Sutton. And there will be many platforms to listen to the broadcast from. You pick the one that you enjoy. We are on every podcast platform. If you go to your favorite podcast platform and just search Walk in Truth Radio, you'll see the footprint and that's us. You can subscribe there or simply Google us and listen to the latest broadcast of Walk in Truth Radio where we teach the Bible line by line and verse by verse. So again, Google Walk in Truth Radio with Dr. James Sutton and look for the icon of the footprint in the sand. Peace. Hello, this is Pastor Jay. I'm excited to invite you to come over to listen to our broadcast on YouTube. Yes, Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church on YouTube. We have some great videos over there and you'll be able to listen to all the lessons and the podcast. So again, subscribe, like, and continue to comment and listen. This is Pastor Jay. Talk to you later. Peace. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walker Truth Radio Podcast and Senior Pastor of Walker Truth Christian Fellowship Church. I want to invite all those in the St. Louis metropolitan area to come worship with us every Sunday at 8 a.m. at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ building located at 2301 Wallace Avenue. That's W-A-L-L-I-S Avenue 63114 in Overland, Missouri. Our Dig Deeper Bible Studies are held 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. on Tuesdays. Our Rescue Addiction Recovery class is being held at 7 p.m. on Mondays. We want you to come enjoy the love of God, worship with us, and go 
line by line and verse by verse as we travel through the Bible. We look forward to seeing you, and one of the things you can leave at home is your wallet. We want you to come sit back, enjoy the fellowship, the love, and the great teaching that goes on at Walking Truth. This is Pastor Jay. I always want you to be encouraged to be blessed, and thank you for considering us as your place of worship.